A From Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I am Logan Howard, joined as always by the one and the only Brendan Thomas Merritt. How's it going today, Brendan? How is the Irish darkness that is? (laughs) (laughs) Well, different answers to both. I'm great. Always great. The Irish darkness is a lot colder than usual. We are looking at possibly minus six degrees Celsius by the coming of morning, which I think, if uh, we're lucky, not that I believe in luck, we might have just feet upon feet of snow. Uh, The likes of which we have not had since December 2010. So, fingers crossed. I'm looking forward to it. And how is the American darkness? Well, uh, not as uh, <laughs> global warming here compared to you. Uh, <laughs> no snow. Uh, just, it was 50 the other day. Uh, so 40s, 50s, which is a little over uh, a little over zero Celsius. So that's okay. about where we've been. So yeah, it's been good. Um, so uh, for those of you who are first time to our podcast, we have a Facebook page. We have our own Instagram pages uh, at Banana Man Seventeen and at uh, Brendan Thomas Merritt. You can find us on Facebook, as I previously mentioned, uh, at uh, From Dublin to Cleveland. You can find us there. You can like our posts of memes. You can like our videos that we post. You can get the first access to all of our podcasts uh and of course you have to go to the podcast page to find the youtube videos but those are also quality quality work done by brendan uh you can in the description below this episode that you're watching however you found us uh you can send us an email from dublin to cleveland we'd love to hear from you hear how you found us uh hear what you like what you don't like uh things we can do to improve your listening experience uh my question for you today on there is where do you listen to us the most? Is it the car? Is it the shower? Is it the uh, random time that you listen to podcasts? When is it that you listen to the to the podcast? That that is my question for you. Send us an email uh, and answer that question, or send us a comment on this episode on Facebook. Um, and you can also uh, buy shirts from us as well. We have awesome shirts. Brendan is repping one of them currently. Um, at least I believe he is. <laughs> he is. He is. He is. All of his shirts. All of his shirts look the same. <laughs> They're all baseball teeth. It's like when you go to a foreign country. Like if I, when I ever go to Ireland, I'm just going to be like, they all look the same. They're all the same people. How is there any difference here? <laughs> I literally went to Rome a couple weeks ago, and every single piece that I wore was one bone. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, all all of his shirts look the same, uh, in yeah. sort of a grainy little look, but that's okay. Uh, so uh, buy shirts, buy one like his, buy one like mine I wore last week on the podcast. The sweaters, uh, whatever you whatever you desire, we have over there. We're going to be adding more to that. Come uh, come this new year um so look for that uh so what we're doing today is after that 
long four or five minute talk of introduction is we're going to be playing uh, Brendan's favorite game, the 20 question game. Um, <laughs> it is so unfortunate, folks, that I'm going to have to cut out a bit of this podcast to uh, get in all of the uhs and ums and long waits that Brendan has. But we are playing the 20 question Christmas edition today. Uh, so I have picked a specific character from the Christmas season. Uh, and Brendan has 20 questions to figure out who I am talking about and who I have. This, of course, this is a Christmas character, so I don't need to go into too much uh, detail about who or what he is, uh, other than if I wanted to help him. And I may need to help him as we go along. We'll see. Uh, so, Brendan. You can begin with your questions whenever you want. <laughs> okay, so just to specify, guys, the only questions I can ask are yes, no questions. So, uh, what is your character's name? Is not an option. <laughs> Most of my regrets. <laughs> All right, is your person in the Bible? Um, no, he is not in the Bible. He just said he. He just said he. And I got two answers, guys. It's also a man. <laughs> is your character in A Christmas Carol? Um, I would... I, I don't think so. So I'm going to just say no. Oh. Because that's it. where you wouldn't find that. You wouldn't remember this character from that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Flip. Um... Is your character associated with the North Pole? See, now that's a tough question because okay. uh, it's kind of yes and kind of no. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to say for the sake that where you would find this, no. Hmm. Three, three questions. Okay. Now. Is your character <laughs> in a famous Christmas song? Um, because you, I, I don't want. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say no. No, to uh, Aaron. We know what Is it's your not. <laughs> Pardon? Come I again? Said we know what it's not. That's four no's. <laughs> <laughs> is your character human uh no not human <laughs> this is why i hate this game guys <laughs> i'm a teacher i get paid to tell people things i'm not used to being the one who has to guess the answer i have the teacher's answer book to do that for me <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you already there, there's somebody listening to this that already has the answer <laughs> okay thanks for they always, for there's the always one person who tells me that they have the answer when we do this they're just like oh yeah I got it in like five five questions I don't know why it took him so long <laughs> bloody snobs um <laughs> You made a comment earlier, but it's possible that you were deceiving me, so I need to verify. Is this character male? 
Yes. Okay, so it's a male who does not live in the North Pole, is not a human, does not appear in any big famous songs, and is not in the Bible, and is also not a Christmas carol. <sighs> I do hate Christmas, you know? <laughs> Times like this. Shocking revelations with Brendan. <laughs> there you go. The shocks might just keep coming if uh, we hit 10 questions and I still haven't gotten it. Let me see. <laughs> Is the character an animal? No, not an animal. Okay, well, there goes my <laughs> reindeer um, suggestion, even though the song pretty much cancelled reindeer anyway. <sighs> Let me see. Is this character in any big movies? Define big. <laughs> of such international acclaim that I have seen it, given that I don't actually watch movies. <laughs> no. Mm -mm. Could have been a bit one that would slip through the cracks. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. It's not even an animal. Not in the Bible. Not Christmas Carol, not in movies, not in songs. Not an animal. Is this character a snowman? No, he's not a snowman. Is this character an elf? Yes, this is an elf. <gasps> you absolute genish. Did Doug Schroot play the character in an episode of The Office? No. Oh. I thought it was going to be that guy who walks around hitting people. Are you naughty or nice? Oh, okay. I got too excited. Forgive me, friends. <laughs> Somebody has for sure got it at this point. <laughs> I'm several questions in, and the only thing you've said yes to is he is male. And it's a yeah, it's an elf. <laughs> oh, you said yes to that? Yeah, I said yes to an elf. I didn't start writing these down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, golly. How many questions do I have left? Um currently nine. Ah, stop the lights. Um Alright, I'll turn them off. <laughs> <laughs> Enough your stuff. <laughs> Does this elf like sitting on shelves? Yes. <laughs> Is it elf on the shelf? Yes. <laughs> you, my friend, are a moron. <laughs> I've said the piece. It took you 13 questions to get it, but you did it. <laughs> I remember when they first became popular, and I literally just made a decision in my head. That is not something that will ever be tolerated under my roof, nor something that I ever affirm. That is why it took me 13 questions. <laughs> <laughs> Flip. Oh, man. <sighs>
I can breathe again. How, how do you feel? How do you feel? <laughs> you know what? When we first did this, and I got your Mr. Man from the Amalekites, dude, um, I felt such overwhelming relief because I felt my salvation was on the line. <laughs> Whereas this one, I just feel angry. <laughs> I just feel angry. It just feels angry. Oh, brother. Oh, man. I'll have the well, events next week, Broski. So get ready. Uh, we are. It's unfortunately our Bible passage doesn't talk about anger today because we can just transition beautifully right into that. But it does talk about other things. So <laughs> get on our little segues and let's move into our Bible time this evening, <laughs> afternoon or morning, whenever you're listening to us. Uh, let us go to Psalms 139. I love the whole chapter of Psalms 139, but uh, we're going to look specifically at verses 13 and 14. Um, and it says this, For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. Um, so, I think this is really cool. I think this goes and shows how creative and how um, amazing our God is that he creates us. Um, if you just if you just start thinking about our anatomy, I don't know. I am not a science biology major or any of the such. Um, it was actually the class that I hated the most in high school and college. But it does it is really cool how God builds us. Um, and makes us to be able to do things that we don't even do consciously. Um, so thankfully God didn't make us where we have to sit there and go, okay, I need to breathe now. <sighs> okay. I breathed. Okay. Uh, three seconds later. <sighs> yeah. It, there isn't that, uh, we don't have, we do it subconsciously. Um, he's created us with this subconscious that, our body operates and we don't have to like specifically tell our body what exactly needs to be done. Um, and that allows us to do things that, and think about things and all that stuff without having to waste time on the functions that we really need to live. Um, but God created us in such a way that we can focus on foolish, funny things like elf on the shelf. Um, <laughs> so, so he formed our inward parts. So he not only formed uh, our outside, so what we look like, what we, um, what we, how we're, our image is made, but he forms our inward parts. And so he made us, uh, he, it talks about other parts of the Bible where he made us in his own image. Um, so we're little mirrors of, of him. Um, but he created our inward parts and he covered us in our mother's womb. So like even before our parents knew who we were, he created us and knew who we were and formed us and made us into who we were supposed to be. Um, and that turns the author of this into praising, praising God because he's fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, and so that should do it for us as well is when we see how we're made, we appreciate some of the things that God gave us 10 fingers and 10 toes. Um, we should point that 
to Christ. We see the beauty that he made and, uh, and praise and worship him. Um, uh, one of the cool things of, of nature, one of the cool things about, uh, art is how creative people can be. Um, so think of really your favorite piece of art or favorite picture you've ever seen that someone's taken. You think about that and how amazing and well done it was. Somebody had to do that. The same is for us. When we, when you look at another human being, when you look at another thing created in nature, you should look at it and say, somebody created that. Um, and so that's why we have creation. He made it so beautiful so that we would look to him. Uh, one of the cool things I heard uh, this fall was a comment about how everything everything in this world brings beauty and awe to us. And we look at it, we're like, wow, that's really cool. And there's things in, in this world where we're like, oh, that's a beautiful person or that's a beautiful scene, scenery or that's a beautiful sunset. And we see all those things. Um, all of those things are beautiful and they are, but they pale in comparison to the beauty of who God is. Um, he is the ultimate beautiful thing. He, he is, everything else is just tiny little visions of him. Um, and that's where we have to be careful not to worship things. Um, cause basically you're worshiping the moonlight. And I don't know for a lot of you who've walked around in the dark, moonlights can be pretty bright. But if you compare that to the sunlight, it has it, it doesn't hold a candle. You can't see the moon rays because the sun is is too bright. And even the moon is just a reflection of the sun. Um so God has created that picture in in creation to point that God is the one who is ultimately beautiful and glorifying, and that's the person where our praise and honor should go to. Um, and one more thing before before I send it over to Brendan. Um, we read in the beginning of Genesis where God talks about how the Bible, where he proclaims things good, um, where he says that creation was good, that creation, that man was good, that um, it's not good that man is alone, that he should create a helper, and then he called it good. Um, so that good uh, is the Hebrew word for beautiful. So when God was finished with things, he was pronouncing it good, finished, it's beautiful. It is what I created it to be. Um, so that is who we are. That's who we're supposed to to remind ourselves. Because a lot of us, I think, uh, there's some people out in this world that lean towards the uh, prideful area where they think so highly of themselves and how amazing they are that they... Uh, sin. Um, and, but I think for a good portion of us, there is also another element that are, we're just pieces of garbage. We're pieces of trash. Cause that's what society sometimes can tell us that you're no good if you don't do this, or you're no good if you don't do that. God created you in his, in your mother's womb. And he's did a marvelous job doing it. And you are special known. He knows your name. He thinks uh, later on this passage, it says, I know all the, or the, all the thoughts you think towards me. That's awesome. So he thinks about us on a consistent basis and loves us and cares for us and wants what's best for us. Um, so remember those things today. Remember that God loves you and he cares for you and he's out there for you. Um, Brendan, uh, I probably 
stole a bunch of stuff you would add or say, but to, but br- take us home. Take us home. <laughs> Do your best. <laughs> oh, I really had so many ideas, and I was like, can't say that, can't say that, can't say that, can't say that. <laughs> no, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. A really, really great job. Yeah, and just a couple little things. And it goes to goes back to what Logan said about God thinking about us so often. The Word tells us that God's thoughts for us outnumber the amount of sand that there is on the seashore. So friends, you have never once not been on his mind. Even before he sent you, even before the foundations of the earth were laid, he was thinking of you. The jokes you would tell, and I believe he laughs and you tell funny jokes, or in Logan in my case, <laughs> meme. He thinks you're brilliant. He thinks you're wonderful. He loves when you show up and show Christ. He loves when you put him first and you worship. Growing up, I never particularly liked my voice, but you know what? It's the one God gave me. I didn't like my hair color, but it's the one God gave me. I didn't like always being the shortest guy in the room, but I've got the body shape God's chosen. And you can spend your whole life saying, I don't like my kneecaps. Sorry, friend. Unless there's something wrong with them, you actually need like a miraculous prayer. They are what they are. But God pieced you together the way He wanted to. And I'm, I'm not talking about deformities or disabilities. Okay, we apply the blood and the healing and the light of Jesus on those there from the enemy. Um, but in case there is nothing wrong, you just got a preference. You just start changing your confession and saying, "The tongue I have is going to praise the Lord." I'm going to use it as well to encourage people. The eye color I have, I'm going to use these eyes to look on the beauty of Jesus and to see and celebrate what God is doing in the land of the living. That I get to see his goodness while I'm here for as long as I've got breath. And even with God putting our inmost parts together, it's not only physical but also your soul and your spirit. Imagine that we serve a God who literally creates physical matter, souls, and spirits. And if it's a case where there's something in your soul, just to differentiate my hands a little from Logan's, because he stole all my other ideas. <laughs> and maybe, you know, you, you maybe you're high maintenance or easily offended or you just live in a perpetual state of stress. Ask God why that is. I remember many times throughout my life when I responded to things in a way that was absolutely erratic or nonsensical or just a bit mad, to be honest. So I'd ask him, say, Lord, (laughs) why? Why did that person making that innocent, lighthearted joke Send me storming and raging around in circles for two and a half hours. And when, you know what, he would often bring to mind memories from my past when different things along those lines had triggered me or annoyed me or upset me or wounded my soul. And not so that I could have a pity party. Uh, no one likes me and I'm a Christian. Uh. No, 
but so I could say, okay, God, the enemy did some internal damage uh, before I had the wits to know about losing your favor and your abundant life over my life and binding words of darkness. And I say, Jesus, search my heart and know, me, know my inmost ways. And believe me, friends, when you, start, when you pray that, he will. And then heal the parts that are broken. Restore them. Bring them into alignment with you, Jesus. Because it's no longer I who live, it's Christ who lives within me. The old has gone, the new has come. Yet we cast off the old man, we take on Christ. We clothe ourselves in Jesus, his personality, his love, his light, his healing, his restoration, his oneness, his wholeness. And just as we celebrate what God has done in the physical, we also want our internal selves to equally reflect his beauty, his goodness, and his perfect craftsmanship. Because God's concerned with all three parts of us, spirit, soul, and body. So friends, wherever you are right now, we're just going to pray a blessing over you. That whether you have a shortness of sight in the physical, you find it hard to see the beauty of God around you, or in the, in the internal, on the inside, the soul, that God would open your eyes. You've got eyes to see, ears to hear and a heart to know and understand that you are loved, that you are his, that you are the head and not the tail, that you are very blessed, that you're highly favored, that you're anointed to do good works, that you were appointed to be on the earth in these days. And that you will know, that you know that you know, that God is absolutely good. That he's for you. That he's in love with you. Always thinking about you. And working all things together for your good. Because you love him. And in light of that, friends, may praise be ever found in your lips. Celebrate and eat ice cream. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Have a super special awesome week, friends. Logan, good talks as always. Love you, bro. I will chat to you all next week when I get revenge on Logan for his who am I 13 out of 20 nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, friends. We'll see you next week.